0: Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show.
1: Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen I've never seen a man use a microphone for good.
0: Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polish Oh, shit. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail on this first day of November 2022 in the year of our Lord. We have an excellent, excellent episode uh, for you tonight. It's I know that Halloween was yesterday, but I had many people requesting that we do another Paranormal Stories episode episode so day late as they say but uh that is what we're doing tonight and of course if there's anything else on your mind you want to talk about this is a real real open show if we will uh we got a lot to get to as always we have an after show tonight at 11 p.m they've been getting pretty fun um our boy goob the goob has been trying his hand at stand-up comedy. I've been uh, giving him some helpful critiques, although none this week. Uh, but we're doing stuff like that. We've been, we've been getting into all sorts of madness over Peter Shickley, uh, which I kind of don't have many updates on. i got to go to his house. If people know what I'm talking about, this guy Peter Shickley, I think I have an address, a possible known address, not stalkerish. I just want to talk, Peter. Uh, but as always, if you want access to that show... Uh, you can get access at patreon.com slash low value mail. We're about uh, 60%. If I add up the Patreon and the uh, YouTube subscription, which, if you want to subscribe to the YouTube, uh, please do that. It counts as well towards the 500. Once we hit 500, I'm going to start doing a daytime episode of low value uh, mail. And as always, I'm giving away a channel membership. At a hundred likes. So, uh, smash that like button. I forgot to write it. Um, smash that like button. If you win a channel membership, you'll get access to the, the Patreon episode. Uh, you'll get, you get to watch it along with us. Hang out. So smash that old like button. Give it an old, uh, like a if you will. And you get other stuff, bonus content, uh... You get merch discounts, get to vote on topics. You can sponsor an episode. It's crazy what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so also another small note, The bathhouse, House, uh, my new stream that I do live from the green room of the Stand Comedy Club. We're moving it to Wednesdays. It's going to be tomorrow at 10 p.m. Please join us. Thursdays, there's just a lot of you have lives, I guess, and don't want to be watching something on a live stream on Thursday night at 10 p.m., or you've just had enough of me. I don't know exactly what the answer is, but uh, we're moving it to Wednesdays at 10 p.m., so please come check it out. Call in. Come hang out with some comedians. Last week was uh, real funny. Um, I'm trying to grow this thing because I think the bathhouse could be a pretty cool uh, little thing, get to call in. I mean, it's basically just like a talk show, with a uh, call-in radio show with comedians. And um, next week, I I am going to... Leave this up to the people about what we're doing next week because next Tuesday there's a bit of an election going on. There's the midterm elections. I don't know if you do you guys. I'm Canadian. I'm gonna literally use that anytime uh, I can. It's my. It's like my. It's like the race card, but it's the Canada card. So uh, next week is the election. Um, should I? Do you guys care? Should I do like an election episode? Should I live stream Wolf Blitzer? What do I do? Should I just do a regular episode pretend like the election's not happening? I don't know. So, I'll uh, I'll put a poll up over on my YouTube um my YouTube like channel on one of the polls. I'll put it up at some point and uh we can decide what we want to do. So, cuz I feel like I can't ignore it entirely. I'm not going to take the week off or anything. God forbid I do that. Um, so, yeah. All right. So let's get down to it. Hopefully you got some paranormal stories, some spooky things that you can tell me about. We had some good ones on the last one. I remember specifically the the kid with the skinwalkers, if you remember that, called in. Talking about the skinwalkers and all this crazy Navajo shit. Uh, shout out to Lord Pepsi with the super chat. Says, Shalom, compadre. Is there a Jewish Halloween? There is a Jewish Halloween. It's called Purim. Um, it's called Purim and I can't remember the story exactly. It has to do with like some queen and I don't know. I'm, uh, I can't remember it, but it's basically Jewish Halloween. People dress up, but you dress up from people from this story. You can't just dress up whatever you want. Like that fine chap in uh Soho this weekend who dressed up as a Nazi. I mean, I'll say this obviously, dressed up as a nazi there was those kids who were like in a walmart or something in utah and they were dressed up as prisoners with like the darkest blackface you could imagine um gutsy move really I, i i will say like you sometimes be like they don't know better and you know sometimes them's the breaks but goddamn that's a gutsy move at least with the new york one i don't know maybe in the utah thing they're like yeah everybody's white here we're not worried about that and it's just it's just fucked up uh but And if you haven't seen what I'm talking about, go check it out. We're also going to be joined um, by my friend Kevin Soldo. If you remember him from an earlier episode, I haven't been able to get a hold of him for months, at least in on the show. But he's going to call in. I got him. He, he was fined $18,000 by the Canadian government uh, for not abiding by the COVID laws. So we're going to catch up with him. He's driving out to California, or so some sure right now. Also... Uh, this is not super related. We have a voicemail I'm going to listen to. We have a voicemail that I'm going to listen to as well. So I go. I, I have a SIM card, a special SIM card for this phone. And so I pop it in, and I had some voicemail. So I had a voicemail from an 800 number that I saw, and I go, oh, when did this happen? And it was from, so I went to Skank Fest in Vegas a few weeks ago, and then I... I have this 800 number, so I go, you know what, I w- I w- I'll just listen to this, because I'm listening to all the voicemails to prepare for the show to see if there's anything good to listen to. And there's a voicemail. So I flew Delta to Las Vegas, and there is a voicemail from Delta the day before, but it was from an 800 number, so I don't pick them up, and I don't check the voicemails. And it says, hey, our flight's a little overbooked. I had an 8 a.m. flight, too, and, like, I didn't need to be at 8 a.m. Like, it could have been a couple hours later. I kind of wanted it to be later voicemail from delta saying hey if you'd be willing to go on a flight three hours later which which i would have loved to do we'll give you 300 bucks just call us back didn't get it till now so i kind of got fucked on that one but anyway sometimes you should check your voicemails i guess and then uh here's a voicemail that we got last week let's have a listen
2: hi this is jesse ventura I have an interesting conspiracy that I would like to run by you about the flat earth theory. I have my own version of the flat earth theory, and I wanted to run it by you to see what you thought of it. If you'd like to give me a call back at 7-7. Okay,
0: well, we're not going to dox him because we don't do that anymore on this show. Um, that was Jesse Ventura. Part of me wants to call him back, obviously not Jesse Ventura, because... He was probably really in the zone to be Jesse Ventura. But then now we call him and he's kind of doesn't know what's going on. So maybe we'll call him. Um, call him in a bit. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so anyways, I'm going to we're going to get into one thing, a couple emails that I want to read. And then we're going to call Kevin and we're going to open up the phone line. So um, I watched. Kyrie Irving. So I've been getting kind of obsessed with the uh, black Hebrew Israelites, the true Jews of the world, the true Jews. They're not even really Jews, though. They're, they say they're Jew, but they're not like Jewish. They're Israelites, right? And so Kyrie Irving got in trouble, or I guess he didn't get in trouble, but he's kind of in the you know in the news a bit for w- promoting this. Documentary titled uh Where where is I don't even know where the title is. Oh, here we go. So the title of this movie is Hebrew to Negroes. Wake Up Black America. It is a documentary um from 2018 that people were giving uh Kyrie a bit of a hard time about because it was uh it was anti-Semitic. And so I just sometimes I get interested in things and I go, you know what? I'm going to check out this movie. It was three and a half hours, three and a half hour documentary could have been probably an hour. Uh, but I watched it cause I was like, so, I will say this sometimes when people say something's anti-Semitic, I don't just, you know, I know a lot of Jews will just be like, yes, it is. It is. And for me, I go, I'm, I'm a free thinker, you know? I'm asking questions. I'm just asking questions, which is what a lot of people are, who don't like Jews say. But uh, I don't know if people saw it. There was a bunch of uh, people who went, well, again, like, so I have this joke that's, like, going pretty viral on Instagram right now, which is very weird because it's really the first viral thing I've ever had on Instagram where it's, like, I think last I checked, it's at 700,000 views or something. And it's a joke I did in Raleigh. It was not even a joke in my act. It was straight up like all this Kanye stuff was going on. And so uh, we were in Raleigh. And so, you know, just like a little inside into comedy right now with the way that all the apps are, like, trying to push organic reach. So a lot of comics, they'll just riff on some stuff in the news because you might get a good clip out of it. And then if you get a good clip out of it, like, that's great. But it's not often that it'll be in the act. Like, if you say, hey... Like, if you see me six months from now, you're like, hey, where's that joke? You're like, oh, that wasn't, like, a bit. It was just... It's like a desk... Consider like, a desk joke on, uh, like, The Daily Show or something, but funny. And so, anyways, so I do this joke. uh, I'm sure some of you have seen it. It's on my Instagram. And it's... uh, Essentially, the premise was, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving's talking all the shit. Says that Jews run the banks. Next day, no bank. Says that... uh, Jews run social media, next day social media, and then I say, I'm Jewish, and I'm just like, you know, this is uh, a lot. We should figure out a way to deal with him. Otherwise, I'm paraphrasing. I'm actually saying more words, and uh, just like, because all the conspiracy people are going nuts. Anyways, so the thing goes viral. I'm literally at a bar hanging out with my friends on uh, Friday night, I believe. And literally, like, my friend Lev, Lev Fur, very funny comedian, he's like, look, he's like, my friends just shared your joke in my group chat, which I imagine most of his friends are Jews, because he's Jew, right? But maybe not. But so anyways, this thing is, is going pretty viral, but it's, like, a lot of people who are like, so I'm getting it from every angle right now. I mean, again, it was just a joke. It was not, but, you know, I guess sometimes jokes reveal the truth. But the problem is, so one, I was misinformed. I thought Jamie Diamond. Was a Jew because his name is Diamond, but it's not dime. it's not I because it was like Diamond, but it used to be Diamond or something like along that lines, because I'm I'm a racist or whatever. And then uh so, anyways, CEO of JP Morgan is not a Jew, and uh social media stuff. I said he got kicked off of social media. First off, Twitter, not a Jewish run social media. I mean, again, these are all public companies. That's another thing, too. It's like these are all for-profit public companies. And very often they just kind of operate in this realm of like, you know, safety first, you know, they're all make their money off of ads, right? So it's like, it's really the advertisers who call the shots, Jews. No, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, so anyways, there's things that like go pretty viral, the black Israelites loving it, right? So I have all the people who hate the Jews who are like, see? And then I feel like kind of dirty because I'm kind of carrying water for all these anti-Semites who are like, see, the Jew is, is telling, like I'm Candace Owens right now with, uh, like I'm literally, I'm Candace Owens right now with the George Floyd thing where all the white people can see, hey, there's one of the, there's a good, one of the good ones. You're one of the good ones, which a lot of people have said to me specifically related to this joke. But I was just like, it's just a joke. Right? Because the joke is like all the conspiracy people are going nuts because this happened, right? Um, and so anyways, and like a lot of people, and then the people are all fighting in the comments, and then I was like, should I turn off the comments and and then I just like updated the the thing, like the description to say, like, because Kanye's back on Twitter, although I think he's back off of Instagram, it's so hard to keep track of this stuff. It's all over the place. Right. Uh, but so anyways, the whole the whole thing has been interesting because part of me is like, do I delete this? Do I just remove this? But I'm like, it's literally the only clip. But then part of me is like, well, you know, if these people are now following me, then I guess I could maybe spread some of my Zionist Zionist propaganda to them s- slowly over time to change their mind. But a lot of people don't like Jews. Um, I've i get, been getting really into it, by the way. A lot of people don't like Jews. You ain't changing their minds. Um, you're not. You're you're not. I guess some people are minds not made up. I don't know. So anyways, weird thing. So anyways, I watched this documentary. Three and a half fucking hours. Hebrew to Negroes Wake Up Black America. It is first off, so I guess once it got the the big pop from the Kyrie Irving pop, and I mean, I think uh there's a good chance Kanye West watched this as well because it seems to be informing him a bit. Uh it's $48.99 in this movie to buy this on Amazon. If you go on Amazon right now to rent, I think it's $11. It's on sale too from $49.99. $48.99 for a fucking three and a half hour piece of shit documentary that just belongs on YouTube. Like I'm telling you, this is a, this has YouTube documentary, my first documentary written all over it. Okay. It's all over the place. It starts off like they're like in some guy's living room interviewing some like dude. There's the one thing is, they interview this one guy who is like seems like a normal documentary, and then it's mostly just tons of stock photos. Like they must have spent a couple grand on stock photos, unless they stole them or something. I don't know. Tons of stock photos and shit. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't obviously did not pay for it. I stole it. Um, I I could not do that to my Jewish brothers and sisters to pay for this this movie. I had to steal it, and I did steal it. Uh, it's on the Pirate Bay. If you wanna if you wanna check it out. Um, but it is honestly not a good movie. It's interesting. I will say interesting. So I, I live tweeted watching it yesterday. So I'm just going to kind of go over my live tweets or my tweets if you missed it. Cause that's really, um, probably the best thing we'll do. to it. So yeah, so it's super long. Um, and again, I was like, is this actually an anti-Semitic movie? Let's get down to the bottom of it. Let's find out. So it starts off. Quoting uh has a quote from Henry Ford's The International Jew. The International Jew you might also know is the name of my stand-up half hour that is on my YouTube page. So go check that out. Um it's not particularly uh not particularly nice to the Jews. He wasn't a big fan of the Jews, but so they they're going through it, and then um they 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 start, he puts up these in, in a lot of like just text on screen. It's really slow too. Like there's a lot of text on screen. It's really slow. It looks super amateurish. Uh but it goes, "So the Jews have established five major falsehoods which work to conceal their nature and protect their status and power." To wit, "The Jews are Israelites and thus God's chosen people." So the Jews do think they're the chosen people. I will say this, I've always found it obnoxious that Jews call themselves the chosen ones. From a very young age, I go, this chosen stuff, this is really inviting people to hate us. You know that, right? So uh, I've never liked that, but sure. Um, Number two, Jesus Christ was a Jew, which everybody thinks. But no, he wasn't a Jew. He was a black Israelite. That's the thing, right? They're like, there were no white people back then, which makes sense, right? like I will say, there are some things where you go like, yeah, that's interesting. Like they say how the Middle East and they go, well, if there's a Middle East and maybe there is an answer for this and I'm just getting taken in, but they go, the Middle East, that's weird because it's essentially Northern Africa. So the Northeast, most part of Africa. And they go, Middle East, why is there a term Middle East? There's no Middle West or Middle North, Middle South. And I go, huh, all right. And again, my, I will say this, my position on Israel is that, it's basically just like a fifty first american state like that is the you know that, that that is a property of other governments essentially it is its own government, but a lot of governments have a pretty vested interest in having a you know a foothold there so that's kind of how I feel about Israel is that they're just like that's that's a giant American military base that because America has interests that they would like to have someone there so number three. Uh, that 6 million Jews were killed in a Holocaust. They didn't say the Holocaust, so they are they don't like that the Jews call it the Holocaust. They go, hey, why do the Jews get to have the Holocaust? It was just a Holocaust, which I actually had a joke about in The International Jew, and that there have been many holocausts. But the Jews, we have it as the Holocaust during World War II. Um, so again, you could see how uh, the, the claims of anti-Semitism are... Generally, people don't love you challenging the um, Holocaust figures. And I will say this, okay? So I've told this story. I don't know if I've ever told this before here, but my ex-girlfriend, not Jewish, I went to her house um, on Christmas, like maybe five years ago or something, and her mom, her mom's father, fought uh, during World War II. He was a Canadian soldier, and he liberated a concentration camp. And she, this is like Christmas Eve, and she goes, hey, you want to see something? And she grabs this book and she like pulls it out from like some, you know, hidden thing. And she grabs me this book and it was Mein Kampf. No, I'm kidding. So it was um, it was like this this book. So because he liberated this uh, this concentration camp as one of the allies, they gave him this like commemorative book like 10 years later. It wasn't like the next year. It was like eight or 10 years later. Sometime in, I believe, like maybe around 1950, 52, if I recall correctly. They go, hey, thanks for liberating the concentration camps. Here's this commemorative book. And she goes, you want to see it? And I go, oh, okay. Like, what am I going to say, right? And I'm looking through it. And it's like very graphic, like dead bodies everywhere. I'm like, is this really Christmas Eve kind of material? And so I'm going through it. And then I'm reading it. And at one point in that book, this is from 1952. It said that it was the number in that book was five million Jews. Okay. So that book said five million Jews. I hope I don't kick off of YouTube for this because this is <laughs> They would though, right? So, but it said five million Jews. But my contention on this whole thing is you go, say it's six million, say it's five million. Is that does that really change anything material? Like obviously, if it's a hundred thousand versus six million, sure. But it's like the people who are like uh, you know, what's the, what's the word here? Quibbling over a million Jews? I mean, there's a lot of people, a million, but, you know, I don't know what that changes. But so, uh, number four, that all races are equal or that all are brothers. I don't know if that's a thing Jews have, that it's a falsehood Jews have established because, again, that all races are equal or that all are brothers, that kind of goes in the face of the whole chosen people. I mean, again, uh, fully admit it is obnoxious but to call yourself the chosen people kind of says that we're not all equal here we're the chosen ones and the rest of you mud people okay um and then number five that the jews are just another religious group which we are uh kind of we are I, I, the funny thing is all the conspiracies and i'm just like man you know i, I like i was brought up around a lot of jews and it's p- pretty normal like it's one of those things where you know, it's like when you have your mind made up about some conspiracy and then you find out that the actual story that they're telling us is the truth and you're just kind of, like, disappointed. I guess, like, I guess I'm the equivalent of someone who just, like, worked at NASA or, like, maybe I went to the moon. And I go, yeah, I was on the moon. I don't know what to tell you. I know you wish this was a conspiracy, even though we obviously didn't go to the moon. But, um, you know what I mean? Where I go, I, I don't know what to tell you. I've been around. Unless they're hiding it from all of us. It's, like, one of those things. So, um, anyways. Moving on, uh, they start quoting, and so this is a big thing, and then this is the one where you go, like, yeah, I will call this, and, and maybe I'm, like, you know, the whole, they talk about, like, the banality of, of evil and all this stuff, or whatever, but, um, so they start quoting, because this is, this considered, and I don't know if I'm just tolerate a, a certain amount of anti-Semitism, and maybe people, Jews, some Jews don't, and I just do, I don't know, but, uh, So this is like what I would consider garden variety anti-Semitism, but in in the uh, amount of it. But so they use this quote from, uh, they specifically say, Ashkenazi Jew Harold Wallace Rosenthal. It was an interview that he gave in 1976 by Charles A. Weissman, published June 1992. So, He says this, he goes, we are obliged to conceal our own particular character and mode of life so that we will be allowed to continue our existence as a parasite among the nations. Let me tell you, I've known a lot of Jews. They aren't just giving an interview and saying that. That is, they're not saying that period, but they're sure as shit not doing an interview and saying that. So this guy, which is like, this is so far-fetched. He was a senior aide to Senator Javits, New York Senator Javits, in the 70s. He died in 1976 in a terrorist attack in Turkey. And then some guy named Walter White, who I assume is like, I don't know who Walter White is, but like, cool name, I guess. Breaking Bad. Says, I so in 1978, this guy Walter White, after this guy has now been dead for like 18 months, says, or two years or something, or 18 months, says, I did an interview with this guy two years ago. This guy, uh, Harold Wallace Rosenthal, this is the transcript. So, no way for it to be refuted, denied. He just goes, and it was like passed out as some like anti Semitic, like pamphlet propaganda. So, they're quoting this. And I will say about this whole documentary, another thing I took away. This things did not need to be in here to prove. Like a lot of it is almost like um, like an anthropological, uh, documentary where they go like, hey, like a lot of it was was interesting. Where I go like, they go, hey, see, like uh, they go to Australia and and there's like the Aborigines, the Black Aborigines in Australia, in a cave somewhere in like Australia. They're using like what look to be like Hebrew letters and They have words that are similar Hebrew words to like their language and go that's kind of fascinating yeah i mean i presume that everybody did start in africa and kind of made their way out of there right but so it uh it was weird that was the one where you go like yeah okay you're now making up like what's pretty well been debunked it doesn't need to be in there like it's almost like they want it to be like they're they are a little butthurt at the Jews that they're they don't get to be considered the Jews. I can't even tell if they wanna be Jews though, or if they want to be the original Israelites from the Bible. I guess they do consider them themselves the Jews. But then at the end of, and then it gets all into like um a lot of stuff into slavery, right? This thing is so long too. Like I can't and they do a lot of like the a lot of like the really Bible y nonsense stuff too, where they'll be like, this guy's like, here's the word for this, and then they'll say, like, here are, which is these four Hebrew letters, and then these four letters have their own meanings, and then they take this, like, crazy just gymnastics extrapolating uh, to say, like, this is what this conclusion is, right? Um, and again, I like conspiracies. Last week's episode was a fucking conspiracy episode, or two weeks ago. I don't, I don't remember. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm into this shit. It's great, but they, they, <laughs> they kind of are like, uh, they, they took a few, I, what I felt where they go, like, you didn't need these shots of the Jews in here and you could have still told the same story, but I guess that I don't know. And I, again, I don't know what they want. Like, what do you want? Do you want the Jews to be like, all right, you're right. None of us are Jewish anymore. You can have it. Like what, like, do they want all the keys to every synagogue? I I don't really understand. And then, um... Here's the next quote from this guy, from this uh, uh, Ashkenazi Jew, Harold Wallace Rosenzweiler. I love how they say Ashkenazi like that matters. Like if it was a Sephardic Jew, you'd be like, oh, this this makes no sense. Um, He says, at first, by controlling the banking system, we were able to control corporation capital. Through this, we acquired total monopoly of the movie industry, the radio networks, and the newly developing television media. The printing industry, newspapers, periodicals, and technical journals had already fallen into our hands. (laughs) The richest plum was later to come when we took over the publication of all school materials. Through these vehicles, we could mold public opinion to suit our own purposes. There's no such thing as the silent majority because we control their cry and hue. The only thing that exists is an unthinkable majority, and unthinking they will remain as long as their escape from our rigorous service is the opiate drug of the entertainment industry. By controlling, doesn't this remind you of like Bond, where the guy has Bond like tied up and he's about to kill him like with the laser? And then he goes, Well, now that I got you tied up, I might as well tell you my whole grand scheme. What's it gonna matter? You're not going to tell anybody, you're dead. Like, that's, that is really these vibes where he goes, yeah, whatever, I'll just tell everybody, who cares? No big deal. But so he says, by controlling industry, we have become the taskmasters and the people, the slaves. When the pressure of daily toil <laughs> builds to an explosive degree, we have provided the safety valve of momentary pleasure. The television and movie industries furnish the necessary temporary distractions. These programs are carefully designed to appeal to the sensuous emotions, never to the logical thinking mind. Because of this, the people are programmed to respond according to our dictates, not according to reason. Silent they never are, thinking they will remain. We are amazed by the Christians' stupidity in receiving our teachings and propagating them as their own. So that's another thing. They're basically saying that Christianity has been um, co-opted by Judaism. Judaism is not only the teaching of the synagogue, but also the doctrine of every Christian church, and that's Christian church in parentheses, in America. Through our propaganda, the church has become our most avid supporter. This has even given us a special place in society. They're believing the lie that we are the chosen people and they the Gentiles. Ashkenazi Jew Harold Wallace Rosenthal. The hidden tyranny, nineteen seventy six, the silent majority. So, and then here is the last one because I, I I'm running out of time here. But so they go, and then they get to the Hitler quotes, and you go, okay, probably Kyrie Irving, not the best look to be retweeting Hitler quotes. And I will say one thing too, because one thing that keeps getting mentioned over and over again with all the Kanye stuff is that you go, you say one bad thing about the Jews, that's it for you, right? They take all your shit away, right? But I can't help but remember, not so long ago, and happening right now, that one, number one, Donald Sterling, former, he's a Jew, former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, told his girlfriend in a whole bizarre thing, he goes, I don't want you bringing black people to my games, which is crazy because it's a fucking NBA basketball game, said that to her in private. She recorded it, released it. He was banned from the NBA for life and forced to sell his team. So I guess you could say, well, he got the money for the team. I don't know. But he was not like, hey, you could say whatever the fuck you want. And then, uh, oh, who's it? Ronald Sarver? Donald Sarver? Whoever the Sarver is. Sarver, dude. Uh, Phoenix Suns. He said the N-word. He's currently the owner of the Phoenix Suns. He said the N-word five times. In context, not that that matters. Uh, Especially when you own a fucking basketball team, you dummy. Anyways, he said that. Robert Sarver said that. Uh... And he was fined $10 million, and he's now being forced uh, to sell the Phoenix Suns and his jewel, the Phoenix Mercury. Shout out to all the queens and the WNBA. So, this is the Hitler quote, which is fake. It's not even a real quote. It's a made-up Hitler quote that says, America has God's jewelry. The Americans have the jewels of God. The Americans have stolen God's precious jewels. What do you mean, his precious jewels? The soldier asked. Hitler said, America has stolen the Jews. The jewels of God, his jewelry, the Negroes. They are the true Hebrews. What a foolish move and a direct challenge to God. And they plan on moving these false white Jews into a state of Israel. Because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel. And to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. And then it says, believed to be said by Adolf Hitler in a secret document before his death in an undisclosed location. That is fucking mental. First off, if you do not know for a fact that Adolf Hitler says this, you really want to be throwing it into your documentary. So, uh, (laughs) that was the thing. And you go, oh, wait, so Hitler loved black people? Because I remember a thing with Jesse Owens that's pretty famous where he pretty much did not like black people as well. It's not like, like I love this revisionist history of a fake Hitler quote where he now loves black people and just hates white Jews. Amazing. Great shit. So, anyways, I give the movie overall uh, 8.2 out of 10. Uh, watch it if you want. Honestly, there is some interesting things in there they they do have some things where they go like it's interesting how they found like these like Mayan tribe like all the Mayan tribes they have words that are very similar to Hebrew and i'm sure maybe a real anthropologist uh has an explanation i don't know um but anyways uh that that was my review of Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up, Black America, available right now for the low, low price of $48.99 on Amazon. Um, and yeah, Kyrie, I don't know. I don't want to see him get suspended or anything. I'm not like, I don't care about that. But then these these Jewish kids went and sat courtside, literally sat courtside, I think eight, six or eight of them, with a shirt that says Stop Antisemitism, Semitism." Yeah, you're really helping us with those stereotypes, huh, Jews? Just buying fucking eight courtside seats for a Nets game? Appreciate you. I'm sure that'll fucking go on Instagram now. Um, I mean, there are certainly... And again, the thing with... Because someone said, like... He does do, like, some stuff where he goes, like, look, these certain p- black people... They, like, not all black people look the same. Uh, you know, racists would have you think they all do, but they don't. Like... Some of them don't have like the woolly, like whatever hair. Some of them have straight hair in certain tribes and they go into it and you go, this stuff is interesting. If you could just cut out the three minutes where you kind of seem to really hate the Jews and then trim another hour and a half. I honestly think I could edit this down if I so cared, but I really don't Into like an interesting movie, but it's just nonsense how long it is. Okay. We're going to read an email. I've been rambling on for long enough. Again, the movie is called "Hebrews to Negroes." Uh something America. I forgot what it is called already, but it's the movie that Kyrie Irving got in trouble for tweeting about. Um, so we're going to uh, read an email, and then oh, it's nine thirty-six. Okay, and we're, I'm going to call Kevin. Um, so it says Danny. Here's a true paranormal story fitting for Halloween. I was about 13 years old when my mom dropped me off in my dad's house to pick something up. Upon entering the house, after unlocking the door, I heard our piano playing from the far back room of our house. I called out my best friend's name, thinking that maybe he was playing a prank on me. He was one of the only other people who knew where our house key was hidden. Getting no response, I cautiously cautiously began walking down the long hallway leading to the back room. About halfway down the hallway, the music stopped. I quickly checked the back room, and there was no one there. The piano was open, but there wasn't anyone in the room. I ran as fast as I could back down the hall and out of the front door to my mom, who was still waiting in the car. I told her the story and hummed the song that I was playing on the piano. She told me it was a song from the Phantom of the Opera, one of my late grandmother's favorite songs. We had always suspected the house of being haunted, strange cold spots, doors opening or closing randomly, glimpses of someone in the mirror, et cetera, but this was absolute proof for me from A. Happy Halloween. Cool. That was uh, cool. By the way, 100 likes and I'm going to give away a channel membership, so like it up and I'll give away a channel membership because there's more than 100 people watching. Also, shout out to everybody over on Rumble. Who's watching? Uh, We're going to call up Kevin Soldo and then we're going to open the phone lines. I'm sorry for rambling on, but I watched a three and a half hour movie so you guys didn't have to. Oh God, it was so crappy.
2: Please leave your name and number.
3: Oh, of course, Kevin.
0: Hello, Kevin Soldo.
4: Oh,
3: hello, Daniel. How How are you? How are you doing, pal? Long time. Boy. Boy. Am I glad I caught the first half hour of this episode? Kevin,
0: have you seen the movie that I'm talking about?
3: I haven't. You know, I Dude, haven't been able so to find it. F- it's
0: on Pirate Bay. I didn't pay for it and it's on Amazon. Yeah, no, I know. I, I caught skate. that. I didn't
3: even think of I didn't even think of going there. I was going to all the streaming sites, the the bootleg streaming sites. Oh yeah, it's not on the bootleg um, streaming
0: sites. It's on only on Amazon. And all these people are like calling on Amazon
3: to take it off of there. Um, oh, that's great, man. And nobody's mad at Bezos for this, huh? And he's a Jew, isn't
0: he? I mean, he doesn't uh no, he's not a Jew. Uh he's <laughs> funny not? enough, because so you know the red media thing. So I sent you that that red uh the the chart, the, the whatever the, the one that just the stretchy, so coincidentally and then ended liter- up popping up and all then over social media. Yeah, and then literally it's from 2013 from like a uh, f 4chan or something. And then that's the chart that Kanye showed, because I'm gonna make a video about how there's so many fucking uh misleading things in that as well but on that one has steve jobs and jeff bezos as jews and i'm like yeah they're not uh i assure you if steve jobs and jeff bezos was a jew jews would be happily claiming them but right right but anyways, right. no amazon is again amazon is a public company
3: um yeah anyways just to start i just want to confirm something because i was yes. listening but my my wait, wait, kevin soldo action, everybody
0: um Everybody, you Hello. know, yeah, yeah. People know you from having uh, been fined eighteen thousand dollars, and you called into a previous episode. So, anyways, go on, Kevin.
3: Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to confirm something because I was listening, but then it kept glitching every once in a while. Um, uh, uh, just to confirm, you said black people had woolly hair. That's what they say in the documentary. That is literally. I got you. Okay. That is what I just they wanted say. To get that confirmed, they, I
0: said that, dude. They called black people negroids. But they're—it's uh, by black people. I don't know. What am I supposed to say? I got to make up different I, terminology.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's you're allowed what, to use that word, Danny. What am I supposed to say? Kinky, <laughs> uh, just, hair? kinky just, hair. Just kinky hair. Just black people. Yeah. The kinky well, no. Hair works, but I like, guess.
0: they use—they actually have an anthropological kind of like discussion about how there's black people from Ethiopia who have like straight hair, and there's black people who have like kinky or wooly hair. I don't know. That's how. Well, that's what the terms they used
3: okay yeah no i just wanted to make sure and try to get an audio snippet of you saying that so. audio snippet Great, this is thanks. on
0: youtube what are you talking about
3: uh, yeah i know i gotta save it for later it's
0: it doesn't go away kevin i i all the <laughs> podcasts are available to be watched uh um, how are you kevin
3: i'm good man i'm good i'm i'm you know you're in california you're doing, on the run from
0: the canadian government so everybody wants to know you got eighteen thousand dollars in fines what what is going on with that right now for COVID fines?
3: I truthfully don't know. (laughs) I haven't received anything yet. I haven't received anything yet. Uh, But I, I've, I've, I was on a few Facebook groups about, about those tickets, like just at a, you know, to see what, what's happening with everyone else. And uh, some people are still also just waiting for trial dates. Some people have gotten convicted without a court date, which is very interesting too. Like, they just ended up getting a bill in the mail saying, like, you've been convicted. This is how much you owe. And they never got any kind of letter saying when their trial date was or anything like that. So it is pretty interesting. But, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, did, uh, I did renew my license with no problem. There wasn't an $18,000 fine on my license. So, they're, so just, uh,
0: they're just pretending like it didn't happen, you think?
3: I I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm I'm really hoping that that is the case. I hope that a lot of these just kind of get tossed. I I see, I I'm a...
0: hoping that I'm going to be able to watch you like I was watching Daryl Brooks defend yourself in court.
3: Oh, you know me. I would love to do that too. That oh, would be a fun me
0: time too, buddy. That would. Be uh, fun. So you yeah, think it's I, just I over? To... So you 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 stood up for your you stuck to your guns, got eighteen thousand dollars yeah. in fines and. I guess it's technically That's right. TBD, but probably fine.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it it might still go through, but you know, I I don't have Can that. You, kind I of guess money. you don't
0: want to like call them up and be like, "Hey, what's going on with this?" kind of thing. No, no,
3: I I, I truthfully I feel uncomfortable even talking about it now because I don't want to pull it into the, uh, you know pull it into my uh, universe. I kind of want to keep that far out of my head as possible. And it seems the only one that keeps bringing it up again is you. I mean, it's
0: interesting. I'm not the only one who keeps bringing it up. People who listen to this show want to know they're in the chat, literally uh, wanting to know.
3: (laughs) No, I I mean, I'm still clear, man. I'm I'm still clear. Uh, You know, they're not getting that money out of me. That's for sure. And they let you into America. You know, I'm in here. I'm here. That seems I'm here.
0: Do you hire a coyote? uh,
3: No, (laughs) no. You know what happened, man? It's funny because the the rules are still the same. Uh, Pure bloods aren't allowed in. And uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You You
0: need to be vaccinated to get into America. Still,
3: that's right. But funny enough, uh, even by land. Yeah, by land or by by plane. It doesn't matter how. But I I, uh, when I went to the border guard that we got. Was a very kind lady, had a great conversation with us and didn't ask us a single question about our medical history. Interesting. Uh, wouldn't you know it? Yeah. She didn't ask me about funny. what was
0: that thing on your lip?
3: Uh no, nothing. She she didn't say a single thing. She was just looking at me and, and we had a great conversation about where to go in the US and places you can go for, for hiking and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. No uh yeah, yeah, no, uh, no nice. mention of. Uh, and so you were fully uh-huh. willing to like
0: just be like, "Hey, we might just get turned around here."
3: Well, I mean, I may or may not have had fake proof on me, but oh, you know, there. oh
0: right, I forget that. That's pretty easy. That, that was that proof. was
3: pending if if I was asked, which I wasn't. I don't even know so... where my
0: vaccine card is, but uh, my I only I only got the first one; the other two are fakes.
3: Uh, I will say this: I hope they never uh, replay this episode at uh, U.S. Uh, border. But uh, I'm not
0: too concerned about that. There's uh, you know how there's you know 106 how in- people watching right now, Kevin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and if, yeah, I never me, know with you, man. Trust me, you, you did have that one big video that just went viral.
0: Uh, 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 oh, what, was, I've
3: never gotten I've never gotten that many likes on a comment before. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that great bit. Oh, yeah, definitely um,
0: an a interesting bunch of folks <laughs> who are sharing that video. Uh,
3: yeah, you really, you really woke some people up with that one, man. I really Sadly, had no idea. I did. I yes. had no idea about any of this Kanye's <laughs> Jew stuff until he started talking about it. I've just been a big fan of his music, and then he started saying this stuff, and I started looking into it, and I was pretty taken back by all these coincidences.
0: Sure. So, Kevin, the um, topic for this evening— is uh yeah. is the paranormal. Paranormal oh, stories. Boy. Do you have anything? Yeah. I will accept a conspiracy story.
3: Man, I got a, I got a few. I've seen I've seen a lot of stuff. Uh and and uh you know you know I'm in a relationship with a witch, so so we is do she have she a witch now? Uh no, I mean not now, man. She she comes from a long lineup of witches. It's just it's just well, it can't be that naturally long. within her. No, no, it's pretty lame they, they, they go? No, they didn't you really think they got to all the witches when they were burning them? Sadly, no. Yeah, like you really think there wasn't any witches that were like, eh, "Maybe we should cut out the magic for a month or two and let things die down." Well, that's a good point. So you got yeah, you must so, have crystals out the ass, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at an amethyst right now. Bet you and are, right? uh, I'm rubbing it for protection mm-hmm. and I hope that your people don't come for me
0: um someone says how uh, about raging drug binge stories we know danny's got one or two of those i got one of those with you kevin
3: <laughs> yeah we got a few of those don't yeah, we, we do um, um okay but yeah
0: so you got a what do you what do you got for
3: us here people want to know you uh, disappointed us st- with
0: your covid story
3: what do you mean i disappointed well, what do you want me to tell you i got charged for eighteen thousand. i don't No, have money, i wanted I you, to it is, like, I have you to be like i wanted you to be like i'm taking this it? to
0: the supreme court
3: yeah, but what, what am I? I'm gonna take it to the Supreme Court, man. I, I just cuss at him a whole bunch. It wouldn't exactly. It wouldn't work. That's what we want. Um, um, okay, so for for paranormal stuff, I mean, man, I do have quite a, a, a few things. I'd, I'd have to really like kind of think which one's probably the best to share. But well, you have
0: like even three three or the last or four time. Minutes, so
3: the last time I was in California, there was even a few moments where, um, I don't know if. if uh, maybe your viewers have had this, but you ever have a thing where you see somebody on the street and kind of nobody else sees them? Have you ever had that? No.
0: How do you know that nobody else is seeing them?
3: Well, because you were in a very public place and there was a lot of other people around. The person looked a little peculiar, but nobody was looking at him. And then we locked eyes and then he had that nod where he's like, I know, you know, and I was like, shit.
0: And what I he thought know. that he probably thought the same about you. He goes, why
3: isn't anybody doing anything about this? Fucking no. Cause I was with people, misery. you know what I mean? I was with somebody and then, and then we were walking and then I just kind of had this eye contact moment with this, with this being. And, uh, yeah, it was just really weird, man. Walking through a crowd. Nobody like, you know, nobody looked at him, but, um,
0: he was a fellow drug user,
3: Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but <laughs> I wasn't on drugs at the time, Daniel. Okay. Um, yeah, and then in terms of in terms of other stuff, man, I mean, I don't know. I guess some were drug-induced and some were not. Now, how do you tell the difference? I, I guess, don't know. Right?
0: I mean, it's up to you. But we got we got a um, couple minutes with you before we got to open up these phone lines, so.
3: Well, okay, for paranormal, I'll tell I'll tell one of my I guess most paranormal experiences yes. would have been on a high dose of mushrooms. Okay. And uh, I was in a room that completely changed its – like, it completely changed, man. I was in a regular room. I did a very high dose. I did seven grams on an empty stomach. Okay. And uh, I fasted for the day. Like, I was preparing for this. Sure. And have you ever done a dose that high? No? Seven grams?
0: No. But I've been getting really into fasting – have you? Yeah. I haven't eaten in 45 you, hours.
3: You haven't eaten in 45 hours? No. That's pretty incredible, man. It doesn't look like it at all. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? So, so uh, yeah, the fasting is good, man. I made it up once to four days uh, on nothing but weed and water. And, and you really do feel like – you feel pretty good. mm mm-hmm. And, and what was interesting was, uh, you may notice, you may not. Well, I noticed that the moment I put some shitty food in my body, it was like somebody dimmed the lights in the room. Weird. Like if you were, if, if like, I, I was eating some good stuff first. I had some really good fruit and then I ended up eating again, like a few hours later and I had, I think it was popcorn or some shit. And then right away, as soon as I swallowed the popcorn, it was just like everything kind of dimmed. And I was like, this is what this is what bad food does. To I you. did a 72
0: hour fast last week and I'm mm-hmm. been trying to just do a 72 hour one every week and uh, I legit felt way worse once I started eating. I go like and I yeah and what did you food. start
3: what did you start eating with
0: just bone broth and uh, or bone broth. no not even bone broth Jesus. sorry miso soup because you want to eat soup otherwise you have disaster pants
3: um, uh, yeah I learned that with uh, with a pear. I had a pear coming Oof. off a fast one time. And it was like, it was like less than four minutes. It, yeah. it, it went right through you. It was pretty it incredible. we will do
0: that. Um, um, all right. Kevin, I got to let you go. But...
3: Uh, well, I never told a mushroom Okay, story. tell the
0: story. Tell the story quickly.
3: Well, the whole room changed. Okay, so this one's pretty interesting to me. Uh, seven grams. You hear this loud, like, you hear this loud buzz coming in. And you're like, man, this is... I." I this is something new. I've never experienced this before, and it was this really big, loud hum that came, and it sort of like popped. It felt like it popped my brain. Your and
0: brain then has that... been popped, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, a few times, but this one felt like a, a little strange, where um, I was just in a different uh, headspace, and and so I was sitting in this room, and I was doing this like humming, like old chanting humming type thing and all of a sudden the entire room changed from just this regular plain ass white room it changed into a red and gold temple and and the like the temple was red and it was outlined in gold and the entire wall was just covered with all these different emblems okay and it almost felt like you were in the room where maybe most people go where, where like maybe religions are originated from and they pick one of these emblems off of the wall and they bring it back with them. And they're like, this is, you know, this is what this religion is. And this is, it was just, it was weird to explain, but I, I kept trying to close my eyes because it was freaking me out. And I, it didn't matter whether I closed my eyes or opened them. I was seeing the same thing. Like I was still in the room. Okay. And then this thing showed up, this entity showed up in front of me. And it was like this, this dancing sexual woman. And... It was like, it, you know, it weirded me out and she was like just talking with her, uh, like I guess with her mind or whatever. She was just like explaining stuff without speaking.
5: Okay.
3: And uh, she was just basically telling me like you're going to see this whether you want to or not. And and, and then that was it. That was kind of it, – it wore off after a little bit and then that was it. And like four or five months went by. I ended up seeing this, this uh, piece of art. That had that that figure that I saw. Interesting. Was it psychedelic art? No, it wasn't psychedelic art. So I asked. It was like just this piece of a of a of a wall, and that statue was in it. Like that figure that I saw was in it. And I asked the person about that thing, and they said, "This piece actually came from a, a Thai sex temple." (laughs) so so i mean i i'm just i'm just telling you the story so they told me that and it was like this this old temple that was torn down and they ended up getting a piece of this and what was weird was i had been to thailand at that point but i even if i saw it when i was there i had no idea what the hell it was but but i met that that entity that they saw
0: all right Kevin, you are a dirty, dirty hippie. Let me tell you. Uh, what do you mean? No, that I'm was kidding. it. No, I'm
3: kidding. No, no, no,
0: that was good. That was a good story. That was cool. Um, anyways, I gotta let you go because we're we're, we're way You're behind. About- what is your uh? What is your Instagram or where can people find you, Kevin?
3: Uh, go on Instagram, Kev Soldo. K e
0: v s o l d o. That's the one. Correct. All right, thanks, buddy. And we'll have you All call right, back soon. You. I've been trying to get you call back forever.
3: Well, time? now I got, I got more time now. I'm I'm kind
6: of yeah. I'm always more on time.
0: the run. Um. All right, Kevin Soldo, thanks, buddy.
6: I'll talk to
3: you. soon. Thank you, man. All
6: right.
0: That was Kevin Soldo. Not exactly paranormal, but he ate seven grams of mushrooms on an empty stomach, and that is what probably is going to happen to you. All right, the phone lines are open, everybody. Uh, paranormal stories, thoughts on black israelites i honestly wanted to get a hebrew black israelite on the show tonight but i don't know where you get one i was like i tweeted about
2: it but i don't know hello thanks for calling little value mail danny how
7: how you doing dude it's jeff
0: yo what's up jeff how you doing man
7: not too bad um sorry so uh i've got a couple uh quick uh, paranormal stories that are actually kind of related to each other okay um so i'll kick it off real quick with the shorter one um so my parents, we, my family has a cabin in like interior BC and uh, we were, around. I was probably like 11 or 12, we had some guests up and like, a, it's a pretty big family. So, you know, they were crowding out all the rooms. My brother and I were sharing a room and at like three in the morning, I forget which one of us woke up first, but one of us woke up and looked out the window of my bedroom and saw uh, like a light bobbing around in the woods. Okay. And so our, our Nate, we, we had like three acres of property that like went up to the highway at a pretty steep angle. Um, and then our, uh, a lot of our neighbors were had like more smaller pieces of property, maybe like half an acre or an acre. And then there was, so they didn't go all the way up to the highway, but, uh, they had a little bit of forest. And our immediate neighbor to the south was a family friend of ours. It just so happened that we bought the cabin next to them. Um, and so like three in the morning, I wake up and, uh, I, you know, I wake up my brother and there's, there's this light bobbing around slowly getting closer to our cabin from like their property. It's nowhere near the highway line. Cause you can, you can kind of see the highway about where the light, like the moonlight starts shining through the trees and stuff like that. Cause it's a pretty steep hill. Like I said, up yeah. on the back lot. And, uh, so there's this light in the backyard in the back lot, um, somewhere in the forest, like getting closer to our property and we go and get my parents and my dad's, you know, he, we just, his sons woke him up in the middle of the night. He's grumpy. He's like, what, what the fuck? And so he comes into the room and he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's probably just a, a light on the highway but it like, it was probably based on where it was like on the Hill. It was probably 200 meters from the highway.
0: Okay. Up And,
7: hill. uh, no, down the Hill. So like the okay. highway was up on the top of the Hill. We're like down part way down this Hill looking. So the highway line was probably like 45 degrees from my window. Okay. This thing was at like 10, 15 degrees from my window. Um, Oh fuck. Sorry. My cat just bit me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so like uh, my dad goes back to bed and my brother and I are just sitting in, in my bed petrified watching this fucking thing and eventually it just disappeared like it was there one second and then it was gone and uh like w- the two of us went up into the back forest like the first thing the next morning looking around for something and then like w- like I said we were friends with the neighbors who whose property we first saw it on and there was just like they, they, they were like, yeah, no, not, no one was out in the forest last night. We didn't see anything, and uh, my brother and I couldn't find any, foot couldn't find any, like, trampled leaves from their land onto ours or anything like that. It was just, it was so fucking creepy.
0: Crazy.
7: And so, okay, sorry, that was a little longer than I thought it was going to be, but I'll try and make this next story yeah, yeah. quick. Okay. So those same, those same family friends that had the cabin next door, uh, when we were growing up in Calgary, um like so we knew them before we moved into that before we got that cabin and um they were renovating their house when their girls who are my brother and my age were like six and seven seven eight years old and um so they, they moved out into the they're pretty wealthy oil and gas people they moved out into this um like uh old historic house Um, in downtown Calgary while they're renovating their house. Okay. They found something in the basement with, you know, some like a a newspaper articles and shit about like the woman. Uh, Actually, that sounds like a horror movie. But anyway, (laughs) uh, they they found some shit in the basement from the woman that used to live there back in like the the twenties. Yeah. That's just never, had never been cleared out. And then, one night, uh, one of the two girls was awake and, like, just saw this black figure move past her her door. And then it, like, spooked her, so she kind of, like, hid and pretended to be asleep. And this figure came in and, like, stood above her sister's bed next to her and then just, like, disappeared. Can and you then, pretend to be asleep to a ghost? I don't know. Well, that's, that's actually something I've always kind of... I'm sure... Well, actually, you know what? This... The story kind of addresses that. Sure. Because so uh, the next night, uh, cause so she brought it up with her parents. She was like a scared little kid and her parents were like, Oh, I'm sure you were just dreaming, whatever. And the next night, the dad and like, so I've heard the story from multiple members of their family independently. And also like the dad has told me this from his perspective and the daughter has told me this from her perspective independently. Um, so the next night, the dad is, like, awake uh, at in the middle. He wakes up at the middle of the night and, like, looks out. Uh, they have their door open so they can hear their daughters if they, like, have a nightmare or something like that.
8: Yeah.
7: And he, like, sees a shadow, like, something shift past his door and then, like, kind of go to the end of the hallway. And at the end of the hallway on the second floor is a big window facing their neighbor's big window in the same kind of situation and so he doesn't really think there's any anything of it and goes back to sleep and so like so he corroborates that there's a like going like on the other side of the girl's room there's something and then Jenna the, the friend of ours uh a little while later i guess sees like this shadow come back into their bedroom and um this time it comes and stands above her and like leans over her and for longer this time. And then it disappears. And then, so, so the, the family has like, you know, they've discussed these creepy findings together. And then a couple days later, the husband is out in the yard doing something and the wife next door comes over and he was like, and she's like, uh, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but, uh, you know, Tom, Tom, why, uh were you just sitting in the in the like um bay window upstairs last night at three in the morning i got up to the bathroom and i saw you up there and he's like mm-hmm. i i wasn't no one was sitting in the bay window upstairs but like that was the time that like three o'clock was the time that he saw this wind this shape pass his door and then like you know th- th- so the daughter didn't really
0: yeah so the place was haunted
7: they were they were definitely getting haunted. Not only did like two of their family members saw it, and then a neighbor saw it from outside of their house.
0: Crazy, that is crazy. Yeah. Like, Ghosts are jerks.
7: That's Honestly. all I can
0: think. Ghosts are real jerks. Um, all right, cool, Jeff. So, thanks. Oh, sorry. Is there more? Okay. Yeah, I, I was just gonna, gonna out
7: say out. real quick. Uh, I have a theory that maybe that that ghost followed them, and that was the light I saw. Anyway, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: right. tying it in. All right, just cool. Anyway, all right, thanks, man.
7: Sorry, sorry, I took up so much time. Uh, have a good night, bud. All right, bye. Jeff with the ghosts,
0: ghosts are jerks. Um, I'm going to go a little long today. Shout out to everybody watching on Rumble, by the way. I appreciate you all. And for my inevitable banning from YouTube, go follow me on Rumble, rumble.com slash Danny Jokes. Hello. Thanks for calling Love value mail. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Who am I speaking with?
5: Uh, Matt. Hey, Matt. How you doing? How's it going?
0: I'm well. I'm quite Good.
5: Well. Good. I like how your friend told you that he met, like, a Thai sex god, and you're like, cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you knew Kevin, you'd know that that's just par for the course.
5: Word. Oh, Kev. Well, I've got a uh, a ghost story for you. Okay, cool. So, I was dating this chick. This was, like, I don't know, like, 10, 15 years ago. And uh, she definitely had, like, emotional issues, you know? She was, like, always kind of going through something. Don't they all? Uh... Right? Really? <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs> And we were uh, we were hanging out in bed, like we weren't banging. We're just like laying in bed, and like I remember, for like whatever reason, like this purpley, like yellow, like entity, like left her body and like moved across the room, and I was like watching it, like absolutely fucking terrified. And she had like no clue this was going on. You were sober. Yeah, I maybe had like one beer. Okay. Yeah, like I I don't think she was, but like I, I like literally had like one beer. And uh, I just noticed like, grabbing her, like, terrified. And then, uh, like, so, like, nothing really came of it. Like, it just kind of dissipated. I was like, what the fuck? What was that? You know, and it's kind of hard to, like, hey, I just saw, like, a ghost leave your body. Like, what was that about? Um, and so, like, a week Did or two she later. Did she feel anything? Uh, um, like, she... Didn't, she, she showed no evidence. Of
0: yeah, it. she's like, what? She just has no idea what you're talking about kind of thing.
5: Yeah, like, I don't even think she was aware it was happening. You know, it was just something that I was witnessing, which was, like, like one of the scariest things. Because I was, like, yeah, it was, like, 7 o'clock at night. Like, I was stone sober, like, just like, watching this thing move across my room. Uh, and, like, a week later, dude, like, I remember, like, I woke up, like, like, dead asleep to dead awake. like Or dead awake, you know, flew awake. And uh, I just had this feeling like someone was standing over my bed, like, looking at me you know like i couldn't see anything but it was a chilly like such a chilling feeling
0: yeah
5: and like for like a week i just couldn't sleep like i just felt like there was like something in the apartment so like i called like one of my like hippy dippy friends and i like asked her i like mentioned this to her and she's like oh you need to sage your apartment and i was like okay i guess i'll go to like a witch store and buy sage <laughs> and then i did that dude and it, wor- it worked like magic it was like there was nothing left. I was able to sleep. I didn't feel anything. It was it was pretty wild.
0: Crazy. So ghosts hate sage.
5: You know, it's a good tip. All
0: right, that's a weird one. Yeah, but that's cool. All right, thanks yeah, yeah. for calling. I appreciate
5: it. Right, everybody, Bye.
0: It was Matt, by the way. Let's get to a hundred likes. We're thirteen likes away, and I'm going to give away a channel membership. Why would you not want a free channel membership? You can do stuff like stupid emojis, uh, like there's King or Al Bundy or balls who doesn't love balls shout out to everybody on rumble as well i got a lot of you
9: on there hello thanks for calling low value mail what's up danny it's leba
0: yeah what's up dude I
9: good i gotta get away from my tvs here and get the reverb
0: please do please do <laughs> uh-huh.
9: yeah i finally started working on rumble i'm switching over to rumble
0: you're switching over to the old rumble yeah cool yeah, Rumble, yep. Rumble's pretty solid. They're they're uh, they're getting a lot of new uh not a lot of new people coming over on there. And uh yeah, I
9: just downloaded it today. That's pretty good. And it's there's a lot more activity on there than I thought there was.
0: Yeah, I mean for people who are like interested in Rumble, it's uh it's not like people think it's super crappy and it's really not at all. It's it's pretty good.
9: Yeah, it seemed to work fine, fine for me. I think I got on your cast or your uh your thing early. Because I was like commenting on it and stuff, and it yeah, was I, I saw awkward. your test
0: comment at the beginning, yeah, you got yeah, yeah start up, um, yeah, but yeah, um but yeah, anyway, so, so what's up, you got some uh, paranormal All right, yeah,
9: stories? I, I guess yeah, I guess, yeah, you could consider this one paranormal. It happened when I was a kid, so it was me and my brother, I think we're I don't know five, six, or seven, or something like that. We're running around the house, going through my parents' room digging through their shit and we open the closet door and we look and it's like from it was it was winter time around christmas floor to ceiling probably like 40 50 wrapped presents in there we both freak out like holy shit like there's all these presents santa must have come early sorry what what uh, month was this again it was it was winter time. It was winter time. It, okay. So yeah, so, yeah, a, yeah. Around there. Check around that. Christmas. So and we didn't, you know, we didn't know about Santa Claus and all that uh yet because we were that young. Mm-hmm. So we're like, dude, holy shit, we need to go and tell our dad about this. So we run downstairs. Dad, come up here, come up here. We're just digging through your closet. You have to see this. So we all three go upstairs and we open the closet door and they're fucking gone. Empty. Nothing there.
0: Right. and what, what did you ever find out what that was about, or
9: dude, no, it's just it's like I don't know, it's like they were fucking there, and then they weren't there, and this was in your house, yeah, and I saw it too, or like my brother saw it too, there was two people that seen you know the fucking stack of presents there,
0: weird, yeah, I don't know that's uh that's an odd one, but they were like that's. And could it have been, but if you were young enough, could it have been like your, maybe your dad wanted to hide them from you and you found them and so they just moved them somehow? And it's, then I guess like, it's,
9: I guess it's possible, kids but are pretty from fucking my,
0: gullible.
9: from my memory, it was pretty, pretty quick encounter. You yeah. know, it was like, we seen them. So oh, we needed to. Probably five, six, or seven.
0: Oh yeah, that could have. They could have. Kids are easily. You duped. think I just got tricked? You got yeah. duped. Yeah. You found all the presents, and then Dude, he, it sounded. And seemed, then your dad was well, literally seemed... like, "Look over here!" And as you're looking over there, you moved them, <laughs> and then he comes up and he
9: goes, "See?" Yeah. I. I okay. Yeah, I could have. I don't know. I yeah. just I always thought back to that, and I was just like, I saw. You know, I we we saw all this shit, and it seemed like it was a real quick encounter. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. I probably got fucking duped. Yeah, I got duped.
0: All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in.
9: Yeah, yep. Okay. See ya.
0: You got duped. There's no two ways about it. We're two likes away from me giving away a channel membership. I don't know what's wrong with you people. What do you mean, you people? Okay, I'm just talking to myself right now. Um, Phone lines are open. 646-710-0949 is the number we got to call. Hello hello hi who am i speaking with
1: this is johnny and i have a quick uh conspiracy theory for you Uh, have you ever seen the show utopia
0: the show utopia uh i don't think so
1: it's on amazon prime it's kind of hard to find because they always want you to go with the british one okay but if you look on Amazon Prime, it's on there. And the conspiracy is that apparently there was a second season that was fully filmed but never released.
0: That's possible. That stuff does um, does happen.
1: Stuff and like- if you go on uh, YouTube and look up, you just have to type in Utopia Scene 2022. And watch that scene, and it pretty much explains why the second season was like not released. Cause it, I think it was, it just basically is too close to the pandemic and came out the same year.
0: And does it have to do with a pandemic?
1: Yes, but no.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Because like
1: the, the premises
0: um like what's the conspiracy theory for why it was shelved? Like it wasn't just that it was a complete piece of shit.
1: Because it kind of like led to the government making a disease. Oh and making a vaccine.
0: It was just a little too close and they go, The probably like people will panic and stuff if something like that just happens to come out. Yeah. Little did they know that they don't conspiracy people do not need help. They could put it out, don't put it out, doesn't matter. I guess it was probably more exactly. for, like, to not upset, like, the normies versus the conspiracy people. There's yeah. actually... uh This is not a conspiracy. This is a real thing. But um you, have you ever seen the movie Blazing Saddles? Like the old Mel Brooks movie? So
1: I, I've heard of it. But it was, like, a
0: classic it. movie. It's pretty funny. I don't know how much it holds up now, but it's pretty funny. But he had a deal with some movie studio where he had to do... Can't remember if it was like he had agreed something like a TV show. They made a full Blazing Saddles TV show, <laughs> like four or six episodes. But he was like really against it, uh, and it never got released. But they filmed the entire thing like in the eighties or seventies or something. And I
1: wonder if there's a way to like find these.
0: You can't. I don't think the episodes are out. But uh, it was uh, apparently everybody who worked on it, some someone famous worked on the tv show it's called oh that's what it was it was called black bart i can't remember who the actor was but some actor pretty famous actor worked on the show but it's like it happens all the time like they, they'll they just waste huge huge fortunes i mean the catwoman movie i think was that the one recently catwoman or batgirl or something where they spent 80 million and they're like this sucks
1: oh yeah
0: it just didn't really say they should
1: have done that with she hulk too.
0: yeah so i've heard <laughs> i haven't seen it though but it seems like she hulk would be funny to watch if you don't
1: yeah, maybe
0: it's if they didn't try to make that. it serious. Yeah. Um. Okay. Did you? Was that your conspiracy theory?
1: That was all it. All right. And, uh, cool. Thank you for recommend calling. Recommend that show. Okay. A lot of people
0: are in the comments are saying it's a good show. So, uh, uh thanks for calling. Thanks.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Check out Utopia, everybody. I'm unaffiliated with Utopia. Oh, and we got another call.
8: I think I know who this is. Hello. Thanks for calling, the Value Mail. Yeah. What's up, Danny? It is the goob. The goob. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. And uh, that last caller almost had it right. You absolutely should check out Utopia, but watch the original one. Don't watch the new one on Amazon. Um,
0: watch what the it British came one? out.
8: Yeah, yeah, the original one. Um, it came out before COVID, and I mean it. The amount of details and exact same things that happened, like. I don't believe it was a coincidence. I think I think uh yeah, people not a coincidence COVID had a, a had a hand in making that show, honestly. And they were like, Here, we're gonna show you exactly what we're gonna do to you because fuck you. Where where uh, did it air? <laughs> uh in in the UK. It was, it was on channel UK. four. It's on channel four. Um <laughs> dude, and the people who aired it had fucking balls. Like there was an episode that was all about a school shooting and they show the school shooting happen. And it, they aired it like the day after. I forget what shooting it was, but it was a, a really big one. There was a really big school shooting, and they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna air that." Well, but they aired anyways. it,
0: in, but they aired it in England or Britain or
8: whatever. Yeah, but still, I was yeah. like, "That's fucking ballsy. I like it." So. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'd be pissed if that was my favorite show, and then you're living in England, you're like, "We don't have school shootings. What? We don't get to watch this today?" <laughs> fucking another school shooting in America.
8: But yeah, watch that shit. It's excellent. Um, but I grew up in a haunted house, man. You legit,
0: you did. I will say I was pretty on the fence about ghosts until doing this show, to be honest. And then enough people have called in with what seemed to be pretty verifiable ghost stories. We go like, yeah, I guess. So
8: I'll, I want to tell you the story and then I want to rationalize it and say why I don't think it was actually ghosts. Okay. But um, so, yeah, uh, we moved into this house when I was like three. And the person who owned it before was like this 86-year-old guy who fell off a ladder cleaning the gutters and died. Okay. Um, and so there was a few things that were interesting. Like in the basement, there was this clock that would just spin in all different directions like it would move normally sometimes and then the hands would go in like opposite directions and then the hands would go really slow or they would stop completely like and you could just stand there and watch it it was pretty interesting um
0: And it wasn't just like a defective clock?
8: Well I mean it was a defective well, was, clock but, but, but like I've never seen a clock be do, defective sure. in that way like it was just completely random what it would do you know. I guess
0: you don't have many options when you're a ghost in terms of communicating
8: and the, there was there were weird things that would happen in the attic too that i don't quite remember cuz i was i was like 3 to 6 when we lived there but i do remember there was some stuff but the the big thing probably is that um i was like 3 and i apparently told my family that like i had insomnia even as a really little kid and so like to keep me company at night there was this old man who would talk to me in my room And my mom asked me to say what he looked like. And I was like, he looks like grandma or grandpa, but he's blue. And so like, I guess I was just talking to the dead guy, the guy, but he was friendly, you know, like he would, he would just like keep me company while I was alone in my room at night, just having insomnia. (laughs)
0: It's nice of him. I mean, I guess he was just looking for someone. Why can't ghosts hang out with other ghosts? What are their obsession with humans? Like there must be ghosts. Like, it seems like, there's so many ghosts. Just go hang out with your kind. I'm a ghost. They pro- I'm a they ghost. Have to stay where they die, though. Oh, is that the rule of being th- a
8: ghost? I mean, I, that's that's like the, the, a common rule. Yeah.
0: But, like, where do they sleep, though?
8: I don't know. They're ghosts. There's do so they many. Sleep, well, there's so many. Know?
0: Maybe not. That's hell. If you don't ever sleep, you just have one single reality that is just never. Like that's probably the best part about sleep is it just
8: kind of breaks shit up. <laughs> Are you looking forward to dying, Danny? So you're like, man, I wish I could just sleep forever. That sounds Well, apparently you might just be a
0: ghost where you never get to sleep.
8: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well,
0: you we don't know. Um, all right, Goop, thanks for calling in. But oh but, no, hold yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, can yeah. I can I rationalize
8: yes, it real yes. quick? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that like when I was a little kid, I just heard my parents talking about like the old man dying there. And so I just imagined, you know, like him. Yeah, as a that ghost. was just a
0: figment of your mind. I mean, that's the thing. Kids yeah. when you're a kid, your imagination's pretty strong.
8: And then it right, just gets and you, worse and worse and like, and the older you get. With the clock and stuff. So I think they were talking about the house being haunted and so then I imagined it. Being haunted, and so then they imagined it being haunted even more. And it, you know, that's how that stuff works.
0: I would, yeah. See, I would tend to agree with that. Someone said that they were going in the chat. They're going to haunt the Pentagon, and then I was wondering, like, why isn't the White House haunted? That seems if anywhere's haunted, it seems like the White House for sh- which for should for sure be haunted. Although uh, maybe it is. I, yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, I don't know. All right, thanks, buddy <laughs> Bye, bye. The goob, everybody. That was the goob. Um. I, yeah, I never, I've never seen a ghost. I've never even had an experience where I thought it was a ghost. So it's hard for me to say. And again, phone lines are open if anybody wants to call in 646 710 09 49. Um, Okay, let's see who this is. Hello. Let's call low value mail.
10: Hey, this is uh, Bob from uh, Buffalo. Uh, Bob from
0: Buffalo. Yes, I can hear you just fine. How are you doing, Bob from Buffalo?
10: Good, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a weird one. it's like. Not like a normal ghost story, and I, I, I still don't know how I th- feel about this, because this is, like, recent.
0: You have a recent ghost story. That's good, because you know what? Most people's ghost stories are never recent. They're always, like, happened when I was a kid. Nobody has a recent ghost story.
10: Right, because, I mean, like, the joy of ghost stories, you know? Yeah. And and I don't even think this one is, like, even really a ghost story. I, I don't know what it is. So... Okay, I've never told this one, so this is like a little bit weird for me, okay? So, because okay. this is way out there. When I was a little kid, kind of like second grade, right? Uh, there's a story about this uh, uh, naked vampire. Okay. And the naked vampire lived in the textile mill, uh, a small town outside of uh, Buffalo, New York. Okay. And so we're kids, right? And like me and my little crew, we decide we're going to investigate. Like, I don't know, like we're like mystery machines, could we do, right? With flashlights. Yeah. And we go in the textile mill and we're crawling in.
0: It was like an abandoned textile mill.
10: Yeah. And it's abandoned. You know, it's been abandoned for like a century. I don't know. And like brick and it's musty. Like, I just still smell it. And, lights go out, and flashlights go out, and I swear to God, my flashlight, I shine it up, and I see this man, and he's naked, and he's bald with a broken nose and these bushy eyebrows, right, and there's a smell, and we all run.
0: Okay. I didn't...
10: Freaked me out, right? We're kids and we're running out and screaming and, you know, we're tell- telling stories about it afterwards. A few years later, I'm at my grandfather's funeral and the smell of incense is overwhelming and uh, Catholic, right? Okay. And I go out and I'm in the, the, the vestibule and there's a table, but I'm so, like, messed up. I, I'm, like squatting down on the ground and underneath the table is a bat and a bat
0: like a like a like an animal
10: yeah like an actual bat hanging not, out not like a baseball under bat. the table in this church uh because daylight right because it's funeral and the bat is sleeping That's the only place to found shade is underneath but on the bat the bat's face was the face of the naked vampire <laughs> what I swear to God. So I thought, you know, like as I grew up, I thought, well, I'm just a kid. I'm stupid. Right. And I get older and I start, you know, uh, doing I want to be Hunter S. Thompson. I'm an old guy. Right. And, um, you know, and I have one of those, you know, great trips where you're in the great beyond and the universe explains what the fuck is going on and all that shit. And there's a guy hanging out in this acid trip and it's that face is that face it's the, the broken nose her. it's yeah. the eyebrows. Ten years after that when my daughter died.
0: Oh
10: sorry to hear that. Uh yeah. Um it's night and I'm 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 holding her because she died died at home and out the window I could swear to God I see that face again. Here's the part that's really messing me up Right now, as we speak, a couple days ago, um, going in the bathroom, it's late at night. Uh, I'm an old man; a uh, prostate doesn't work as well, you know. So I don't even turn on the lights. I don't want to wake anyone up. I don't want to wake up the wife or anybody. Okay. And I use my phone to shine a light so I can see where the hell the toilet is. And in the mirror, the face, the bald man with a broken nose and the bushy eyebrows. And the little tufts of ear of hair growing out of the ear and the uh, goatee. It's my face. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> like, but like
0: is that what you look like? Or you're just saying you just saw yeah, it. In no, that that's moment. what I
10: look like now. I didn't realize I looked like that face that I thought was the face of death. What? That was this ghostly thing of like, I'm not sure if it's real or not. Maybe I'm just, you know, weird hallucination as a kid. And, and now it's actually like literally my face.
0: So you, okay. And you never put I, I that together. That I, like I have no, I don't no clue. I can't even tell if you're fucking with me or not, to be honest. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know myself. <laughs> yeah.
10: So you just I, look like, like I, I don't know. You look th-
0: like the face- naked vampire.
10: Yeah, well, no, is the, the 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 naked vampire? I don't know why that started up. You know, it's like kid stuff, right? There's yeah. this story of a naked vampire in there, and I could swear, like, and I talked to the friends that I went in with. Uh, one of my friends, Akku, he was uh, um, best friend growing up, and you know, like, I, I talked to him like in his twenties. He had no memory of this, but it, it, it feels as real as any other memory, and the memory of the bat with the human face. I remember that so well. It's my grandfather's fucking funeral. And seeing a quick reflection in the darkness, uh, my darkest period of my life, you know. Mm -hmm. Fuck. And now, 20 years after that (laughs) moment, I see that it's my face. And like when I was tripping and, you know, seeing the great beyond and uh, fifth dimensional space cells, whatever the fuck, you know. Sure. Um, That face was there. Uh, All right. I, I All don't, right. I, I well, don't
0: know. that's uh, that's a good story. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of it, or if it's true or not. But uh, it is an I, interesting one.
10: I you know, I I just don't know, man. I'm like I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm. I'm yeah. old. Right? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, don't, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Man's head, you know, but All the brain is uh, it's fucked. So, yeah. anyways, that's that's, right. not,
0: that's not. Thank you for calling well,
10: in. Yeah.
0: Good luck, Ben. Thanks, Mike. I don't know. Is that some movie that I'm supposed to know? uh i don't know shout out to the great restart three month member to the great restart shout out to him um is that some movie i don't know it's convincing i guess i don't i don't know hello i'm just calling a value mail hello hello
2: How's it going, man?
0: Good. How are you? It's kind of hard to hear you. I don't know if you're on speakerphone or headphones or something, but it's it's not easy to hear you.
2: Pardon me. Can you hear me better?
0: Uh, I can't hear you better.
2: Um,
0: Pe- people are saying that the last guy sounded like Norm McDonald's joke, but you're like, but there's no joke there. At least Norm McDonald, there's a payoff with the joke. I don't know. Maybe that was just like a spooky story
2: he wanted to tell. I don't know. Did you grow up near the Etobicoke Creek?
0: Uh, I grew up in Burlington, so kind of close, but not really. I never went to the Etobicoke Creek specifically. Where, where is that? Like, like Lakeshore? Uh,
2: no, it's like where Mississauga meets Etobicoke.
0: Where Mississauga meets Tobico. Uh, I mean, no, I've never been to the creek, but I, I mean, I lived very close there. To were
2: there were three days that the the creek ran red.
0: Wasn't that I, it was, wasn't that like a copper or something or like wasn't that like some mineral or some shit?
2: It was blood red, and then the the government has said, "Oh, it was because um, there was uh, uh, a <laughs> company that had dumped that had dumped something into the into the river."
0: yeah didn't it have like a reaction with some chemical and it like made it blood red or something
2: but wouldn't you think that company would have gotten fined?
0: I don't know did they find out who it was
2: there was there was nothing that happened except for three days before that happened there was a there was a child murdered in the creek
0: yeah I mean, I'm no expert on how much blood is in a child's body, but it seems like not enough to turn an entire creek red for three
2: days. (laughs) Well, I've murdered so many kids. (laughs) Getting
0: dark. All right, well, the authorities are on their way to your house. I'm sorry. I'm a fed. Um, All right, well, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Yeah. He, uh he's had a couple pops, couple pops, very spicy. Um, this is not a ghost stories episode. Well, I mean, it kind of is, but not like a flashlight below the chin kind of those kinds. Hello, <laughs> thanks for calling low Valley Mail. Hi,
11: it's Joe. Joe, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Uh, how are you? I'm well. I'm well, Joe. Okay. Good. Uh, so this is uh, this is actually a conspiracy okay. that I heard. Sure. Uh, so I was speaking to this guy uh, and he was telling me that he believes that the world is uh, 5,700 and, <laughs> uh, and 83 years old.
0: Joe, was this your rabbi?
11: No, this is not my rabbi. It was a guy in the synagogue. Though. Oh,
0: okay, it was a guy in the synagogue. So for people who yeah. don't know, the Jews have a, do not use the Gregorian calendar. Was it a lunar calendar? Yes. And so Jews believe that the earth is 5,780, whatever.
11: No, no, no. See, that, that's a misconception.
0: Or mm. well, that's what, when we started keeping track?
11: That, that, yes, that, that is from when God, we don't count from when the earth was created. We count from when God made man. Right so but which to, okay so which according I'm, to according I, yeah according to Maimonides, by the way, that's when God made man in his image, that's when God gave man a soul, so man had a, a you know uh free choice for you know five thousand and whatever years before that he didn't have you know any free will
0: when did Adam and Eve pop up
11: like around the, that time they were the they were the first people with free will
0: so fifty seven hundred and eighty years ago yes, so yeah. Did you? Because I'm a bad Jew. I don't know if you've you've gathered that. But so, did you still believe that the Earth is like billions of years old?
11: Um. So it depends. Some people, you know, uh believe that it's billions of years old. Is there any uh, in do. between? But, like, is there but, any?
0: Like, are there people who believe it's like younger than billions of years old, but older than the 5700? Or is it one or the other?
11: No, no. Either either you think it's billions of years old, or you think that so it's. Then, uh,
0: God in the one instance made the earth and everything, and then just chilled for
11: billions of years. Well, um, no, it, it, this is discussed in like Kabbalistic style. I, where I'm sure you have he,
0: much more understanding of this than I. So he
11: he 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 tried making um, other worlds and destroyed them and whatever. Oh. It's oh,
0: okay. Well, that sounds cool.
11: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, but anyway, yes. th- th- this guy was of the opinion that the world is, uh, you know, just, you know, under 6,000 years. Uh, and he was telling me that the, uh, the, there's a conspiracy with all of the paleontologists. Dinosaurs never existed. And the, uh, they don't actually have, he's like, there are no such thing as dinosaur bones. They're fossils. They're really just rocks. And they just carve these rocks and then claim that they, look at they're not bones. They're not, you, you can ask them. The fossil, it's just a rock. And they, I'm like, <laughs> what do they have to gain by it? You know, he didn't Gods? have an answer for it. He's like, He's like, oh, they're, they're just trying to mislead us. I'm like, yeah. that, that doesn't sound like a goal. I like, believe there's many
0: religions who believe the same thing, though, because there's many religions who believe that the Earth is, like, not that
11: old. It, it doesn't, here's the thing. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, I mean... You look at the, even if you look at the text of the Bible, it says, oh, you know, seven days, Uh, you know, six days. But if the sun wasn't created until like the fourth day, then how could there have been days before that? It's obviously, you you know, it's not, it's not, it's not referring to days in terms of the, you know, it's obviously just like, you know, eras, but whatever.
0: Sure. Yeah, I don't, yeah, the whole God just placed dinosaur bones as around or as fossils or whatever as just like for fun no
11: he's not even saying no he god didn't even do that he's saying that these are paleontologists who to justify their existence and to mislead uh religious people they carve stones into dinosaur bones and the like there were no god didn't these are these are all every dinosaur bone is man-made they're not real
0: yeah they're all just just carved so then yep. what about all the videos of excavations? All that stuff's just nonsense. Like, it's all just... No, it's, it's pl- they plant it. They plant it. Tricky. It's very tricky of these paleontologists. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard equally crazy things from other religions. That That is a funny one that this person believes that. But, I mean, people believe all sorts of stuff, Joe. Yeah. As long as you're not harming someone else, I don't care what you believe. Yeah, exactly. That That's kind of where I stand with it as well. Um, all right, Joe. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Take care. Take a bite. Joe the lawyer, everybody. Um, yeah, that is. Uh, I know. I think Southern Baptists. I think believe that too.
6: Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, this is David.
0: Hi, David. How are you doing?
6: Doing pretty well. Is it your first time? Got... Is this
0: your first time calling the show.
6: Uh, yes, it is.
0: Cool. Well, thanks for calling. I appreciate you. I'm glad you got Hell, it through. Yeah. So, what's up, David?
6: <laughs> so um, you're talking paranormal stuff, and. Uh, One thing that I've always found interesting, I don't know if you've ever listened to Coast to Coast AM.
0: I love Coast to Coast AM. I've often said that I'm trying to be kind of like a Coast to Coast AM light because I don't want to be, because I I do other stuff that's not like paranormal conspiracy episodes, but I do like to do my paranormal and conspiracy episodes. So,
6: Hell yeah, dude. So um, I don't know if you know David Politis.
0: I don't know David Pilatus,
6: no. Okay, so he's kind of a Bigfoot guy, and I don't necessarily subscribe to all the Bigfoot stuff. But what he does is very interesting, is he documents cases of people that go missing in national parks. Okay. And he talks about, like, you know, there's, to- like, tons of these cases. And don't get me wrong. Like, you know, some of these cases are young kids, you know, older people that you kind of would expect might get lost or, you know, something might happen. Um, he does cover, those stuff with, like, hunters, and like these are people that, you know, these guys go out and hunting, you know, these are Yeah, like they experience. should not be going missing. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, some of his, his his stories on it, you know, I could get into some specifics, but like, you know, I don't want to take up too much time, but no, it's okay, no, man, no, don't like, go for it. But like so there I mean there's one case where it was like three guys. Um one guy stays behind like with like the you know, car or the truck or whatever, and two guys go off, you know, uh, leave him for a few hours, come back, he's gone and uh like his stuff's gone and you know they're talking about you know it's like if he went off and he gets lost you know they know to fire off rifles and you know they know how to like kind of uh get out of that situation you know so and but like in a lot of these cases there's no like evidence or very little evidence you know of like what happened and so like that stuff you know i don't know i don't necessarily think it's bigfoot but like man that stuff like it really does boggle the mind you know I love hiking and I like going out in the woods and stuff, but like, you know, sometimes that to me it's like that's kind of the best. What, of what's his name story. again? Sorry? Uh David politis. It's like P A U L I D E S. David politis.
0: Okay.
6: He's yeah, he's kind of more of a Bigfoot guy, but like, you know, but some so of does stuff he think it's Bigfoot? I he you know, <laughs> in some of his documentaries, he doesn't like I don't think necessarily comes right out and says it's Bigfoot. I think he kind of hints at it. But, um, but it's just still, I think, interesting that he go he does like, you know, the freedom of information act requests and all this stuff to get like documents on like the cases of people going missing. And like, you know, there are like, it seems like there's a lot of cases and, um, you know, and, and don't I mean, get me wrong. I could some see of a lot of people
0: like... misjudging the elements when they go hiking. Like, I think yeah. that happens a lot where people go, I'm just going to go for a hike and then like not realize that it's way hotter than they think it is. There was I remember reading recently like a, an entire family, just like a husband, wife, and like a child. They're like, we're just gonna go for like a little hike, and then they died because they didn't realize like how hot it was, and they were too. Yeah, far. no, I
6: think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I heard about. Yeah, this. and they yeah, just like didn't
0: like, they just misjudged like how hot it was about to get, and it got so hot and they just like their bodies just like shut down and they just died. Yeah. Whole died. Oh yeah. And
6: like reading about that, that was like, that was really sad, but, mm. but you, no, and some of this stuff too, you know, you look at some of these cases that he covers. I mean, some of it is really sad and some of it was pretty heavy. The, there are some of these cases though. I do think, you know, it's probably like you're saying, you know, you know, I think one case was like, yeah, like a little boy just kind of like, you know, ran ahead of like the group or something and like, they just couldn't find him, And like, it seemed like, maybe like a like a wildcat or something maybe grabbed him and like ran up an embankment because like they later like two experienced hikers going up like this uh scramble found like the remains and like you know they obviously at that point were bones it's just yeah. you know but like man like some of that stuff it's like oh like it's pretty heavy but like it is also very kind of like creepy on some level does he know? have does
0: this guy have like a bunch of you know of the grainy bigfoot photos like does he do that kind of stuff too
6: Uh, um you know honestly i haven't looked too heavily into like his bigfoot research to be honest not to say like i necessarily like write it off but like some some of the bigfoot theories i do find interesting are like it's not necessarily like a giant ape but like you know like there's so many like unexplored you know swaths of land you know out there you know covered by trees that the you know the forward-looking infrared can't necessarily see underneath those tree lines and so like Maybe there's like sort of like groups of like mountain people, right? Like that just kind of like roam around so far from civilization that like you know they never we never run up on them, you know. So there's you know, but maybe in these very little instances, this is what's happening, you know. Who knows? Like, but like you know, I think that's getting a little too far into the, like you know
0: into the weeds. Kind
6: of, yeah, you know, I, because you know I was trying to play the rational skeptic, right? You know, you don't want to necessarily. Sure. Well bye, I will say all, this.
0: Dude. Uh we're gonna on the Patreon episode after this is done, we're gonna watch a little David Politis and we're gonna check him out. Uh because that hey, inter- yeah, yeah, that seems pretty interesting. And a lot of people are saying he's got a cool YouTube channel. So we will uh we'll check him out. And uh Hell yeah, man. Yeah, cool. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it.
6: Yeah, dude. See Take you.
0: It, all right. Uh, I've never been a Bigfoot guy, to be honest. I feel like it's it's never been too up my alley, but uh we're going to watch a little Bigfoot, a little Sasquatch. Is there a difference? Oh, Thanks for calling Low Value Mail.
4: Danny. What is up? Danny. <laughs> wow. First time I called to – first time I ever call. And, and you made like, it through. I, yeah, I came through. First yeah, time I, I ever, like – Listen live, and the first um, I'm always listening at work. Wow, this is a surprise!
0: <laughs> cool, cool. Who am I speaking with? What's your name?
4: Uh, let's just, yeah, we don't ahead. have to give it whatever. Some people yeah, are like, okay. don't want
0: to give their names. I'm like, it's all good. I get it.
4: Yeah, let's call me Rob. Rob, how's it going, Rob?
0: Um, oh. so what's up?
4: uh hey man i was just call. uh i I've, I've been meaning to call in like for so long but just like i i always miss it and i just happened to jump on today so i'm yeah, glad cool. I, got on. I mean
0: that's kind of the problem with the the live shows and whatnot is but you know here we are yeah so what's up
4: Hell, oh you know i just wanted to say a current like a terrible dating story like crazy sure. and shit like that <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, you got Bro. a bad dating story? Let's hear it. <laughs> By the way, just sorry to cut you off, Rob, because we're getting near the end, but nineteen more likes and I'll give away another channel membership. All right, Rob.
4: Oh, sweet. Let's oh, hear what the dating is. Like, no, yeah, let me just try to make this fast. No, so no, no, no. anyway, there there was just uh there was just like this cool you know like gothic fucking rocker chick from around you know she was like from a few towns over i was like from a small town in texas okay but she was like a a few towns over but you know i had her on facebook she was cool She but she was like this she had like these big titties and shit yeah (laughs) yeah she was like bald and like super thick yeah she was bald not is that that a big goth thing what's up
0: is that a big goth thing where they're bald
4: i guess or like a punk rock thing i don't know okay yeah i feel yeah 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 yeah, but she she was hot though you know yeah (laughs) and um check it out like i remember i went to go jam out with her one time because she was like trying to start a band so i fucking pulled up with my guitar and you know we rocked out but (laughs) that that was like a one-time thing you know there was like other people but like a few years later check this out she was like Posting all this stuff on Facebook, so I, I, you know, I dropped in on her messages because I always thought she was hot and, and shit, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I pulled, you know, you know, and she, she was just giving me all this bullshit about like, you know, she doesn't want to be in a relationship or like, like, oh, you're just like a fuck boy, you know, this and that. I seen you, you know, I seen you on Facebook. And, she knows you know, you're I a feel... fuck boy from Facebook. Yeah. Well, she, you know, like <laughs> bitches be in your comments and shit, oh, or you, whatever. you know yeah yeah just stuff like that you know so she had like this assumption you know and then like i was always just like trying to like convince her like hey i'm not a fuck boy i'm not a fuck boy i'm trying to i'm trying to treat you right and shit and yeah and then i don't know somewhere along the line uh She she ended up uh fucking like just like turning it around on me completely and then she was like oh you know what I don't want a relationship I just want a fuck boy you know and this and that you know playing mind games yeah mind games for real (laughs) but eventually I got her to come over to my crib and stuff right but she was like very clear like we're not gonna have sex or anything like that you know Uh I just want to come in like. Yeah, meet up and stuff. So, you know, we, we kicked it. But and she's still bald yeah. at this point? Yeah, no, now she was bald. She wasn't bald before, oh, but now okay. she was bald. So I was surprised because I haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah, you know, you know I <laughs> was
0: totally picturing a woman who was not bald.
4: Oh, yeah, I was definitely not picturing a woman <laughs> who was bald. Yeah, but check it out. I did. I had long hair, you know, so... I was the guy right there with some long ass hair and then the, the girl shows up and she's bald you know and i'm like a skinny dude and she's like this thick goth chick with big titties you know what i'm saying so <laughs> it was like it was definitely cool but long story short like we, we started talking you know and like hanging out and yeah we ended up like i ended up banging her a couple times and nice. no, but the yeah yeah it was cool it was definitely <laughs> great But everybody in the comments
0: thinks you're a fuck boy, by the way.
4: Everybody in the comments goes, This guy's definitely
0: a fuck boy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, jeez. No, but that's not even the that's not even the part of it. Like the part, yeah, okay,
8: all right, get The the
4: part is like, um, so like, you know, we, we were like talking pretty pretty good and shit for for a good while, you know, like, you know, building up and stuff, and then one day, yeah, she told me like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna go hang out with like my like some friends they're from like you know from like out of town you know so it's yeah. like a like a few miles of, like a few it's like a drive you know and sure. then like yeah she was like oh yeah and like um they, they were like telling me that we're gonna like try like smoking meth and shit <laughs> and then i was like oh you know and then like at this point i was just like thinking like you know i'm, I'm not I'm not like a controlling type of guy, you know, so you go ahead and you, you know, like I'm not your dad or anything, you know, you, sure. I'm, I'm a, I was just trying to be like a liberal, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to tell a woman what to do with her body and no. shit. So <laughs> then what, she is, is
0: she addicted to meth now?
4: Yeah, she's totally addicted to meth <laughs> now, but it was just like a fucking, it was a ride because like, you know, like I'm, she, she came from like good parents and stuff, but Well, I wasn't you know, that good like, apparently not that good i thought so you know <laughs> i thought so i had a thought you know but then the, the bald head should have been a fucking yeah. morning time. all right
0: rob gotta cut you off but thank you for coming right. that was funny for some reason all right take it away. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> <thanks>. <laughs> i don't know he goes, we're just addicted to meth. he goes yeah she totally hooked on meth now i found it funny i don't know uh again people I, we're on youtube and rumble there's no screeners I just pick up whoever calls. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail.
12: Hey, Danny. Hey, How's it going?
0: What's up? Who am I speaking with?
12: Uh, this is Andrew. Listen, yes. if I had to take a drink for every time the last caller said the word "like," I know he said like,
0: "like a lot." Ass. I know. Oh, I Honestly, would be in a coma right I know, and like I sometimes find myself saying "like a lot," and I it's something I'm conscious of, and I try to. But everybody has like that. Word right. Listen, like, I'm not, I'm not trying word. to shit
12: on the guy. He seems like a nice guy. I'm not, I'm not trying to roast him.
3: No, no. no. Uh,
0: he was funny. Uh, so
12: my, my ghost story. It's, it's not as much a personal ghost story as much as it is uh, a funny observation about people that has to do with ghosts. So, you know, my parents are evangelical Christians. You know, the, the, the whole nine yards. So we get into a conversation. Uh, whole family's together talking about, you know, do you believe in aliens? Do you believe in ghosts? And, uh, you know, the, com- the question gets brought up, you know, do you believe in ghosts? And parents say, no, don't believe in ghosts. And I said, didn't, uh, didn't in the Old Testament, uh, Saul brings back the ghost of Samuel? And if you guys believe everything in the Bible, I mean, wouldn't that mean you have to believe in ghosts?
0: Interesting. And
12: like I that, bet
0: they didn't like that.
12: You know, all on a dime, they're like, well, if the Bible says it, then I believe in ghosts. And oh. just like that, I brought it up with a couple of buddies of mine. I'm like, what could I tell my parents is in the Bible that's like just crazy enough that it would be funny, but like maybe within the realm of Possible. possibility. Sure, yeah, that, yeah I was, and it became a joke. I was like, what could we tell them is in the Bible that we could get them to believe and now profess that it's a part of their belief? That uh, and did you get any, anything believe... else? No, I mean it Uh-oh. just became a joking point at that point. But oh,
0: uh, but so now they believe in ghosts.
12: I mean, evidently because they have to. It's in the Old Testament, right?
0: Right. There's a lot of crazy shit in the Old Testament, though. So they believe they believe word for word the Old
12: Testament. Oh, they believe it all. Noah's Ark, uh, Adam and Eve, you name it. I mean, yeah, that's the, a big thing with whatever... the Black
0: Hebrew Israelites too. Is they really are very into like these literal translations of the Old Testament.
12: Annie, don't let them live in your head. You've been talking about them.
0: I don't live in my head. I love them. Are you kidding? (laughs) Like I'm not like I'm not tormented by the Black Hebrew Israelites. I think they are absolutely hilarious, and I'm just fascinated by them. They're not. I assure you, they're not tormenting me. Um, I mean, maybe if they find out where I live, they might. But
12: you got to watch the Reno 911, where. They all start getting into like the black Muslim thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. Just so they can get the whole month of July off yeah. <laughs> uh, for Rocky. Um So then, last thing here, it's not a ghost story, but a quick conspiracy theory of mine. I think um, you know, from having done internships and worked at uh, you know a couple, not Fortune like five hundred, like Fortune fifty companies. Okay. I think a lot of these companies. Um, hire people and put out all this stuff on social media that is very progressive. They're always doing, you know, LGBTQ employee of the week during Pride Month. I mean, they're leading the charge on everything. Of course. To distract people from the fact that all they care about is money. And if they can just. Lead the virtual virtue signaling more than anybody else, people will be distracted from the fact that they're making money hand over fist.
0: I mean, a lot of them are public companies, though. It's not even like a private, you know, it's not even like I imagine private companies probably deal with this stuff less than it's the public companies who are like held to a higher standard almost where they have to do all this nonsense.
12: Oh, absolutely. But I mean, there's just another level of some of these groups that are just trying to put out a public persona that behind closed doors doesn't actually match up with their true beliefs, but they just know that if they say things publicly enough. And it
0: it shields them from, cause they probably develop poor reputations from doing certain like business practices. And then they can shield themselves by seeing like, but look, look at all this good stuff we're doing. We're allies. Amazon.
12: Just look at Amazon. They refuse to allow unions. They work their employees to death. It was a part of their business structure that they wanted to get people to have such miserable business conditions that they would quit rather than meet the point where they could take their benefits or any of the good stuff that they would acquire from being an employee. Um, but then they turn around and they say everything that would align with someone who is supposedly pro-union. Of course. So uh, I mean, yeah. it, it's a tale as old as time.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're just talking. It's just a lot of nonsense. Um. All right, cool. Thanks for calling. I appreciate
12: it. Hey, thanks, Danny. Have a good one. Bye.
0: All right, we're reaching the home stretch. We got. We're gonna start the uh, Patreon episode. Probably eleven ten. We'll do that. Hello.
11: Hey, uh, it's Joe the lawyer. Again.
0: Joe the lawyer. How are you doing, pal?
11: Yeah no this is gonna be quick uh, yes. I just wanted to let you know that uh, so you, I don't know if you edit the uh, YouTube Shorts yourself and put them up uh, no but, I don't okay well the one that was put up today uh, about um, you know the rabbi sex ed thing
0: yeah the
11: the rabbi that you used in there uh, is actually Ben Shapiro's rabbi really yes
0: that's pretty funny I yeah I have a kid in Amsterdam who makes them for me. To be honest, I don't even know how much he knows about this world of things, but he's <laughs> some of them have been pretty good. Like so, but uh, yeah, he he probably I'll ask him. like did you know that's Ben Shapiro's rabbi? Because I did not know that.
4: Okay, well then um, that's it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Uh yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know Ben Shapiro. I guess that's how it happens, though. Um, I did not find him on Fiverr. That's what Nighttime Conqueror asks. I did not, but he lives. he's a a good boy who lives in Amsterdam. I think he lives in Amsterdam. I'm not even sure. Um, All right, the phone lines are still open. We're going to wrap this bad boy up very shortly. Thank you for everybody uh, who has been joining the show. And also Johnny with the super chat. We're going to watch the utopia scene on the Patreon and get a copyright strike. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Johnny. What's up? Hi. Who am I speaking with?
1: Hi. So, uh, real quick, just for you and probably Joe. Yes. I think you guys would really like a quick read of a book by Dr. Gerald Schroeder, okay. who is Professor Emeritus at um, Physics for MIT, and he's also an Orthodox Jew. He wrote The Science of God, Genesis and the Bang- Big Bang Theory, a few other books. I took a couple courses for him from him when I was in Jerusalem. Really fascinating.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is what, you Annie? Can
1: watch uh, I mean, that's no. one of the names that he's when I've years, called.
12: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Blue-haired land whales. I remember. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all Next right. Day, you may enjoy. Um, you can also watch him on. Um, he breaks down almost chapter by chapter on YouTube, where it's almost like an audio book, but there's pretty interesting visuals. Science of God. Okay, cool. I I'll, uh, think I'll, you might like it. I'll
0: check it out. And that's check it. it that's it. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Bye. Science of God, people. Check it out if you're interested. Uh Gerald Schroeder. He is a physicist.
13: All right. We
0: got another call. Hello. Thanks for calling the value out.
13: Hey, this is Colin.
0: Hey, what's up?
13: Hey, what did you I say your name
0: is? Colin. Cohen, like the Jewish last name?
13: <laughs> uh, is that a Jewish last name? I like, don't know. Like, like your name's Scottish. like C O H E N? No, I only say No. Not Cohen, Cullen. How do you spell that? C u l l e n.
0: Oh, Cullen.
13: Gotcha. Yeah, well, no, I, I only I say the only reason
0: I even say that is because I have a very good, like one of my best friends. His name is Cohen, and I go, I've never heard of anybody named that
13: as well. So, anyway, yeah, I should have known. This is a pretty Jew-heavy show. I'm yeah, sorry.
0: but he's not Jewish. That's <laughs> the
13: weirdest thing. He's not Jewish. Oh well, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I got a p- weird paranormal story for my mom. uh, she grew up in the 70s. Uh she's got a lot of family in England. Okay. And like they had a family farm that was like from like the 1600s. Like crazy old farm. And she would go stay there in the summers. And one year like when she was real young, her and her other cousin uh were staying in like this upstairs bedroom and all night uh, they kept getting woken up by, like, a latch being, like, flung up and down. And she thought it was her older brother and their other co- boy cousins. Okay. But in the morning, they confronted them at the breakfast table. And, like, they were the, – the boys were like, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. And the aunt and my – or her great – my great aunt, her aunt, was like, yeah, we didn't hear anything either. And so they just, like, didn't know what the what the hell it was. So the next night it happened again and they confront him again. And they were like, what the hell? And th- so they put up like baby monitors for the next night and they heard it. And it was like real. And th- so it just, and but there were no latches, actual like latches on the doors or doorknobs. Okay. So like the, the noise they were hearing was like, they, it, it, it was like, it wasn't real. Like, so they looked it up like the aunt, my great aunt looked it up and, all the doors used to be latches and in the room where the girls were staying there was a girl or a woman who had killed herself after like her children had died of like pox or something and Damn. so like and so like they they were hearing latches on these doors that didn't have latches and when i visited there like when i was like 16 and my great aunt was like old as fuck at that time she never believed in ghosts by the way like she she believed it was all aliens <laughs> funny thing. yeah but so like we went and visited the old farmhouse and me and my dad had always thought my mom was like bullshitting this stuff because like when she was just a little girl or whatever and we went into the farmhouse and we were walking out and a g- only my dad and i saw this and a, a gate with a latch like an old as fuck gate unlatched itself, swung open against the what little breeze there was, hit the back fence, and then swung back and latched itself closed. Ooh. Yeah, crazy.
0: Damn. That's, <laughs>
13: but, yeah. yeah that it, seems
0: uh, – yeah, that's a good one. That, that might be the, <laughs> the best one of the night, actually. Thank you for uh, calling in.
13: Well, I had to just come on. Yeah, no worries. All right, take Have it. a good one, man. Bye.
0: Okay, we're going to call it right there. That has been Paranormal Stories episode number two. We didn't hit 150 likes, but we got 148. That's close enough. Um, so I'm going to give away another channel membership. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Us as in me and you and all of us here today. On this episode of Low Value Mail, that was a fun one. The channel membership goes to Johnny. Look at that. Give and ye shall receive, Johnny. The Patreon is going to start in 10 minutes. We're going to watch some David Politis, some Utopia trailers, maybe some Gerald Schroeder. Who knows what we're going to get up to, but we would have no comedy stuff uh, this week. Anyways, thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. If you'd like to support the show, patreon.com slash we got t-shirts, low value mail t-shirt at com or www.bigassfaketitties.com. Uh, let's finish the show. And again, tomorrow night, new episode of The Bathhouse live from the Stan Comedy Club, Green Room in New York City. Uh, we're now on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. So if you thought it was going to be Thursday, it's not. It's Wednesday, tomorrow, 10 p.m. I will see some of you there. I will see some of you on the Patreon episode in 10 minutes. Good night, everybody. I love you all, and this is not going to explode your eardrums. I fixed it, hopefully.
7: Good night.